Welcome to the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. I am your host, Arthur Yan, co-founder and CEO of Nest Protection Plan. We partner with restorers, contractors, real estate professionals, and other entrepreneurs to increase their revenue, grow their business valuation, and help them build a platform of services for homeowners across the country. We think every American family and property owner deserves peace of mind for their health, indoor living, and longevity, all for less than a dollar a day. Also, I love forming relationships. Add me on Facebook or LinkedIn today and let's connect. Oh, and stick around to the end of this episode. We'll reveal how you or someone you know can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Here we go. What is going on, everybody? How's everybody doing this week? Welcome to another episode of the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. This is episode number 31, and I'm your host, Arthur Yan. Uh, wherever you are, hope you're having a good morning, good evening, whatever time you're listening to this. Uh, we got a great guest today, really great guest. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and jump in and introduce her. She is the CEO of Julie Lawton Design Build. Um, she is out in Laguna Beach, California, and she is Julie Lawton. Julie, how are you doing today? I'm very good, and it's Friday. Woohoo! <laughs> it is Friday. It is Friday. So some people might be slowing down. I think Julie and I are grinding right along through the Friday. And uh, so we're excited. I know that she's excited to be on the show and we're really thankful to have her. Um, Julie, let's jump in. And if you can tell us a little bit about how you got into the construction industry and what you're doing now. Well, my college degree was architecture, landscape architecture, interior design. So I kind of covered all fields and ended up graduating with design and I do the architecture because I've been drafting since I was 14 years old. Mechanical engineering was my talent. I'm an artist and I can draw. I mean, I'm an architect. I didn't get licensed as an architect and I'll tell you why in a minute, but I did get licensed as an interior designer, custom kitchen designer. I did this whole thing, the whole design world. And then I worked in New York city for the five top developers in Manhattan as their designer doing all the model homes and the lobbies and their private homes. And I was staying in the dirt since I was 21 with the biggest contractors in the world. And I was holding the plans, fixing the plans and communicating with them all day long. So today I actually still do the same thing. But when I moved to California and got into the residential market, there was no way I was going to work with residential contractors because they weren't like the commercial ones, organized, legal, did have their insurance up to snuff. So I became a licensed contractor when I moved to California so I could provide the client with a one-stop shop of all the design and all the con contracting as one person. And I just happened to be a woman. So this makes me unique. And there's no one on the planet that I know today that does all the services I do that physically does have the education and talent to provide all of the services and the licensing. So I'm having fun. And so are my clients because it's stress-free when you have one person running the show. <laughs> yeah. Well, and uh, you're right. If you, uh, if you can do it, obviously you need a support team and you need people uh, to be there. It's hard to do mm -hmm. it alone, but um, you've obviously made things really successful in the way that you've been doing it. And of course, that's the the other thing to mention. It, I'm sure everybody always brings it up that you're a woman in a mostly male uh, mm -hmm. industry. But um, tell us tell us a little bit more about how that's been. Just kind of 
being that put having that spotlight, I guess is a good way to put it, put on having that spotlight on you as that um, unique type of person being a woman in your situation. Well, it's funny because when I first started out, I had the plans in my hand and I'm running around scrambling, drawing plans, submitting them to the city, getting my five engineers to draw their plans, submitting those to the city and doing all this work with the client, you know, as the designer. And I remember every time I went to the building, Connor, they say, oh, are you the homeowner? I'm like, no, I am the designer and the contractor. <laughs> so I got so um, frustrated with the assumption because I'm a woman that I'm obviously just somebody's wife. Okay, so I was just, it was so frustrating. So I started to wear a shirt and then I have a uniform. I wear blue jeans and cowboy boots because they go with my King Ranch pickup. I drive a F-150 King Ranch and um, it goes with my look. But the point is I started to wear a uniform to overcome the assumption that the woman must be somebody's wife or the homeowner. So um, it really bugged me because, you know, I was born in 1962 when you it that stuff, you know, was, women have come a long way, but I lived through some of that. So um, problems at work. So um, the point is the men in the field, the funny part is when you actually know what you're talking about, I never had a problem with men because men are kind of cool. They, If you know what you're talking about, they accept you. They don't care if you're a woman. And if you don't act like some dumb slut, you're good. You know what I mean? Because the only <laughs> yeah. problem with men is, is you don't want to tease them and come to work half naked. Okay. I have this thing about how women dress and act because it's a construction site. So that's mm -hmm. my tip, by the way. But men are cool if you know what you're talking about. And then since I'm the boss, I get a whole le another level of respect. But in the beginning, it was funny because here's this young girl, you know, I'm like five foot eight and I have a little bit of a figure and long hair. So they would always test me and, um, you know, to see if I knew stuff. And of course I did, but it, I was tested constantly. And now I'm not tested. I'm slightly feared. <laughs> <laughs> That that is funny. I mean, you you don't want to be uh, the, a lot of these guys that kind of have the big heads. They don't want to be ever, overshadowed by a woman, oh, right? Oh, you, and there's guys that I won't work with that that are egomaniacs and just don't have respect for women for some reason or another. If there's some old school guy that can't handle the fact there's a woman present, then I just don't work with people that just aren't don't have the mindset. But I don't usually come across too many people like that. And I seriously have fun working with men because men. Um, think a little different than women and the, the way they compete and they, and they work and the work ethic, it's different because men and women do have different thought processes of how they listen and how they, so I have a great time and, but the challenges were fun and amusing. <laughs> yeah, I bet you probably were asked on a few dates here and there. Right? Oh, you, I know when they're checking out my ass. Okay. I know. And I know, and I know how they, and I know how they respect women by the way they shake my hand. So if a guy doesn't shake my hand firmly and, and shakes it, grabs it like he's going to ask me to dance, I usually don't work with him. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I know it's got to be, it's got to be awkward probably, but um, it's awkward. Not, it's hard. Me and it's hard. having my experience in the field, very rarely would we see a, a woman. You don't see doing... a woman. And, 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 and it's hard because I don't want to make them uncomfortable, but I do work. I know I'm covered in diamonds because they're like my brass knuckles. But okay. but they're also my little awards for my success. So every time I had success, I'd buy a ring, you know, so it's kind of comical. And um, but um, but there's a thing about I how I act determines how they act. So I have mm -hmm. this thing. So I'm very careful about the respect. 
and um, very serious business, um, professional behavior. So it, I help them out by just not being a ditz. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that. That is that's really funny, and um, it's a great, great insight just to kind of what you're going through um, and how you're handling it, which is great. Yeah, let I have me no ask problem. Because you've had. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> well, let me ask you. Um, you've had a lot of ex- success with employee retention. Um, and would you mind sharing a little bit about behind the strategies you've had behind that success? Well, the first of all, we like to find people that um understand who we are and know each other. So we go through referral process. But once I get a guy or a girl, because I have I have seven people right around me in the office and, and four of those people are women, but they're in the office. And then the rest of the people in the field, what I do with the men is I automatically pay them a couple bucks more for coming on board because they're going to work with another. They're not just working with the contractor. They're working with the designer and the contractor so they get the information real fast. They don't have to wait for the architect or wait for the engineer. I'm there on the spot so I can translate everything and and then and they have me in their face, you know, but the thing is me the high energy chick, but the thing is I do it with respect because all these people I have, every single person's a different personality, but I do it with respect and I try to groom each person. First of all, I groom each person to be like me, clean, organized, five-star service so they get the grooming they all work white shirts they you know the whole thing about that so they get groomed with how i want them to you know present themselves but then what i do is each individual person i help them grow by learning that understanding their personality and trying to get educate and train them so they can maybe maximize their experience and their job skills and get a raise and move on to even a higher level or just maximize their skill because if they're a framer they get trained by a heavy duty framer who is my head framer and they can go as far as they want on that skill to up to reading plans and and running jobs so they're they all get an opportunity to be trained and excel and they get bonuses and then i take them to lunch at javier's which is my favorite mexican restaurant and they're allowed to have a couple cocktails a couple times a year so we we, we celebrate <laughs> together you know we celebrate together and we grow together but each one's individually trained and um you know i encourage them to excel because i want them to grow with the company so i literally have no turnaround and the same goes with my subs i pay them on time i don't shop around and we just my cabinet maker goes back 35 years my electricians and plumbers are 10 and 15 you know and so everybody's 10 plus years so it's kind of neat because i want to help them succeed i'm not there to use and abuse them so it's a family. Life is short. You need to make the best of it. And I want them to be the best people they can. Yeah. So it, that's how I do well, it. That's awesome. And of course, you probably heard the the old saying, train them so they have the ability to leave, but treat yeah. them well so they don't want to leave. Well, that's and, just it. I treat them well and they get little perks. And, you know, and I, I always ask them, you know, do you want to have parties at Christmas with the wives and the kids are like, no, I just want us. <laughs> <laughs> you know well, that must be fun and yeah. uh, it's great that they they want that too i mean they obviously they enjoy being around you they enjoy the culture and that's what it oh, should yeah. be all about um yeah. there's a lot of a lot of guys that feel like you got to just be so gruff but i mean uh-huh. yeah you want accountability you want productivity but you want the enjoyment side of it too so you need um, to enjoy it and just respect each other. And, and we're like a community. And then, and if anybody has attitude or causes trouble, they have to deal with me. 
and I have a three strikes you're out rule and all this stuff. So I can run it like a prison yard if I need to, but otherwise, you know, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I love that. I love that. And, um, Let's talk some. You you've uh you've completed what over a thousand custom homes. If Is you add up right? all the jobs I've done, it's over a thousand from day one. I'm talking since I was 21. If you add up all the work I put my hands on with drawings, yes. So yeah. Well, that's very impressive. No matter when you started, that's very impressive. And <laughs> tell um talk a little bit more about uh your mentality or, or I guess the phrase timeless designs, how you really put a put a um i guess a mindset into it of, of how these houses you want them to stand the test of time and so what's behind that okay so i don't believe in doing trendy things and if someone wants a themed house like mid-century modern great it's a theme you choose that or if you go back to art deco but timeless design is everything is based on of history of architecture. So just so you know, there is nothing new. Everybody that designs something and they say this is unique, it's not. Everything started somewhere with one designer or one style back from the beginning of time of architecture and design. And uh, so basically my designs are timeless with a theme based on a architectural style that has already been around. So clean, classic designs, every edge detail, every molding, it means something. And so I get that theme when I pick the client's brain and get their ideas of what they want combined with the style of the house and what it can take. Because some of my houses go from ugly ducking to a different style, like a total 100% makeover, like it's not the same house. And other houses, we just take what's the bones that are there and we make it more of what it was because maybe it wasn't tricked out like, you know. Think about re restoring a car, how much you could trick it out, you know, with the custom seats and the custom wood panel, you know, and the custom paint job. You, there's endless ways to trick out a house, too. So but I just try to get it timeless by making it better. And then my last thing is I just want the home to look like it always should have looked, you know, because it some designs aren't complete. And then some houses just need to be torn down, but most don't, you know, you can actually work with it and make it better. I'd rather save it and, and fix it than tear it down. Yeah, I like that. And, and we've got a lot of historical homes around where I am and it just oh, yeah. makes sense. I mean, it's already got character, like go yeah. ahead and, you know, redo it and, and keep the bones. Yeah, just give um, it some love. You just give it some love and some paint usually helps. But yeah, and you just fix the broken parts and it's it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that, I love that. And so, uh, Julie, share with us your website. I know uh, you're out in California, uh, but mm -hmm. anybody that's listening, they're probably going to want to see your work and want to um, find mm -hmm. more about what your business is doing. So what is your website and are you on social media? Yes, I have a ton of that. So basically, it's just my name, Julie Lawton, L-A-U-G-H-T-O-N.com. So if you just Google my name, you'll see .com for my website. And then my Instagram is DB, Julie Lawton, DB, which stands for Design Build. And then there's Facebook and Twitter and all that. But the good stuff is on Instagram and the website. So, mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, final question, because we always kind of wrap it up with something that's fun. What is your favorite dish at Javier's? Oh, my God. The sea Chilean sea bass. Chile I okay, Chilean I sea bass. I I have it every single time I go. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I've known Javier the man since 1995 when he used to work at Tortilla Flats. 
and I uh, run tortilla flats. I've known him. And every time I go to that restaurant for the last 30 years, I get the same dish. It's crazy. But everyone around me gets something different and I take a bite. But I'm stuck on their sea bass because they have the best quality seafood. <laughs> <laughs> I can't argue with that either because sea bass is good wherever. And I'm sure it's the best there. It um, is. And they sear it. So it's crispy, crispy, crusty, seared and butter. It's so good. Ooh, that does sound good. <laughs> It's funny because I'm pretty sure uh, Jim Rome, doesn't he talk about Javier's? Have, have you heard of him, <laughs> the radio guy? Oh, yeah. I'm sure he does. The Javier's is everywhere now, and they seriously have five-star service. I know all the waiters for 30 years and the bartenders, and and, and they have five-star food. I mean, they do it right because they give like a white glove, like me, a white glove five-star service. I mean, you feel so respected and loved when you go in there. The waiters are genius in their service. <laughs> Yeah. And then the food awesome. matches. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I know that anybody listening is going to probably check out Javier's now. Maybe they'll give us a little uh, credit for, for really, <laughs> really talking yeah, about <laughs> So, well, Julie, this hungry. has been so, so much fun. I uh, appreciate you being on the show. Very, very grateful. Uh, she's Julie Lawton. She's the CEO of Julie Lawton Design Build. And you can check her out on the website. You can check her out on social media. And uh, just very, very thankful to have her on the show. Julie, it was a pleasure. It was very much a pleasure. I'm taking a picture of us. <laughs> Good. I want to see it. Post it. Yeah, I'm going to post it right now. <laughs> and uh, Arthur, you're really fun to talk to. And I hope you get your chip into the Midwest and check out all the sites. And then if you come to California, give me a call. I'm always on the road. <laughs> oh, well, I will give you a call for sure. And I'm sure I'll be out there at some point. Uh, actually just, I'm, I'm in the in discussions with someone speaking at an event out there in 2024. So well, there you go. I'm on the chamber. I'm on the Laguna soon. Beach chamber. I can hook you up with every, any, for the, anything you, you can imagine, including restaurants. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Julie, this is fun. This has been a lot of fun. Um, everybody, thanks for tuning in, listening to Julie Lawton. She's been a great guest. And this has been episode 31 of the home service, small business spotlight. We will see y'all next time. Have a great week. Thank you. Arthur Yon here. Thank you so much for listening to the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. If you are a successful restorer, contractor, or home service provider who would like to be on this program, please visit jointhenestteam.com slash go. If you got something out of this interview, would you also share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the social. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag HSSP Spotlight. I love seeing your posts, love seeing your guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and your reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, jointhenestteam.com slash go, or follow me on LinkedIn and Facebook. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.